Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today we will be chatting with Abhishek Majumdar, CEO and co-founder of The Logical Indian. The Logical Indian is an independent and public-spirited digital media platform. They have been the flag bearer of new age journalism with their prime focus on developmental issues. The Logical Indian has successfully demonstrated how digital media can drive social impact and transform things positively. Let's hear the Logical Indian's journey from Abhishek. I am super excited for today's episode. He is a little bit delayed, but I don't mind that. Uh, So today, uh, I have a good friend of mine coming on the show. Uh, He is none other than Abhishek Majumdar. I don't know whether you know him or not. He is one of the best people in the media uh, industry, right? So he he recently appeared in one of the LinkedIn ads where he was part of uh, In A Journey campaign where he is still doing, he is connecting with people who have lost job during COVID-19 and uh, he started uh, interacting with them and giving them advice. So he has been featured in uh, LinkedIn ads, right? So he is the, uh, he's an Indian media entrepreneur. He's the co-founder and CEO of The Logical Indian, right? He, Logical Indian is a independent public-spirited digital media platform. He has built it independent, bootstrapped, and it's a profitable media company. It's a testimony of Abhishek's profound and exceptional entrepreneurial abilities. With over 10 million subscribers across its digital assets, the digital publication is largely known for its hand-picked coverage of attention-worthy news and issues. And they have a fantastic, impactful social storytelling as the basic theme, right? So the platform, it is a a much appreciated platform. In the past few years, they have executed a series of social campaigns, et cetera, et cetera. So they have been a flag bearer of new age journalism with their primary focus on developmental issues. You all know that news channels these days They are the place which people avoid. But Logical Indian is a place where you will see a lot of developmental issues being spoken about. So coming back to Abhishek, he has been a key contributor to multiple leadership and startup summits, several UN panel discussions, policy and media consultation. And he has represented India in several international forums in the capacity of one of the finest media entrepreneurs running a sustainable media business. As a first generation entrepreneur, he has pledged to mentor and upskill young and budding entrepreneurs. That's why he is gonna be on the show. There's a slight delay for him to join, but his work has been nothing short of stupendous. It's fantastic. And he has done a lot of work in the media space, right? So I am just waiting for him to join in. One second. Right. So thelogicalindian.com. So I'm excited. I have curated a set of uh, 10, 12 questions for him so that you guys who want to be entrepreneurs in the future or you want to be a media entrepreneur or you want to grow up in your career, I'm pretty sure Abhishek will have a lot of snippets, a lot of tips and tech uh, 
insights for him to provide to you, right? So let's let's uh, wait for a couple of minutes uh, so that Abhishek can come in. So as I mentioned, let me just go back and talk about the SMB talks, right? The reason I started this show is to bring on inspiring people like Abhishek, Dr. Jagdish, etc., etc., so that we guys, including myself, we can take inspiration out of their journey and their uh, future plans, right? So I have got people coming. I have people lined up for August. I have interesting young entrepreneurs coming on board who are taking on Uber, Ola, etc. lined up. And I also have an educator, uh, an India Indian educator, who is the epitome of personal branding on various social media. She will be on the show. I have another social media influencer, global social media influencer coming on the show. I don't want to give out names because you guys will expect it. And if fingers crossed, if something happens, I don't want to be, I don't want to disappoint you guys, right? So I am just waiting for him. He has faced with a power cut, apparently. We live in India, so power cut is possible any moment, right? So let's wait for it. And meanwhile, I can see there's Rahul coming in, there's Ankit coming in. Thank you guys for joining in. And uh, if you have any questions for Abhishek, you can just comment it. Uh, I will note it down and I'll ask him when he's here. Uh, apart from the questions I have added, he has given a couple of questions to me so that he wants to help. Because, see, I'll tell you what, journalism is a tricky subject these days, right? Because we all get influenced by the news which we are uh, feeding our minds with. If any of it is negative news or positive news, it's up to us, right? So journalism plays a very, very big role, according to me, in the development or the molding of the current society, right? The, the, the reach of the reach of media is too high. We have smartphones which peddle as news every second of the day, right? So we are there's Google News, there is a lot of other news channels. There are apps which serve news in short formats, even for quick consumption, right? So that's why I thought Abhishek will be the right guest for us here so that I know there are a lot of youngsters who watch my show. So I want them to uh, listen to him and understand what true journalism is or two media companies, right? So I'm hoping he will join anytime soon. Uh, meanwhile, if you guys have any questions for me or any of the guests who have come or any of the discussions which have happened on the SMB talks, please let me know. So Abhishek is a, is a good friend and I was so happy to see him in the LinkedIn ad because I have never had any uh, known person of mine appearing on television uh, in an ad, especially for a company like LinkedIn. It was such a, I was super excited, super pumped. I messaged him immediately. I saw you on the TV and it was fantastic, right? So he has already spoken to, I don't know, thousands of people already who have lost job because of this COVID-19 pandemic. He has been helping them uh, get back on the horse and get back on the journey of hunting jobs, etc. So it has been fantastic uh, so far, right? So I'm just hoping uh, he will share some good insights today so that we can all take something good today, right? Otherwise, uh, I'm hoping everybody is doing fantastic and everybody is doing okay during this pandemic. Uh, just a minute. 
right so so I, let, let me since we have some time to pass let me just do a quick recap of this journey this is my 12th episode so i never thought uh when i started it it was just a discussion on 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 one of my friends uh manushri kumar who was the ceo of gutch right so he they have a fantastic video marketing video creation team who does videos for smaller medium businesses startups etc etc so we were just discussing and i was thinking that why don't i create a platform where small and medium businesses can come and talk about their product right while talking about their product that entrepreneur obviously any entrepreneur these days will have an interesting story to tell us right so that story is what got me uh into the idea of starting this show so we had a uh, manu a uh, fantastic journey he start started his his, his uh, startup with a video series called denture capital uh, they started producing videos about startups then from that to a big company which has become a marketplace for all your video marketing needs right gutch.me uh, then we had uh, uh, Ankit Ankit was the CEO or and co-founder of Aritech a mar marketing technology platform from India which is taking the likes of HubSpot uh Marketo etc etc they had i remember one point from that discussion their tool has more than 900 features which a marketer can use to promote their products right so that was mind blowing because they are a enthusiastic team of developers who kept on building features and finally it has evolved into such a suite of products which has more than 700 to 900 features fantastic right then i had arbab usmani who was the founder of upskill who is on a mission to drive digital marketing trainings for the younger generation he want to create a next generation of uh next generation of digital marketers who are going to learn digital marketing in the right way and implement it in the right way so he is focusing on the psychology plus the marketing aspect of the science right so he he was here then i had dr jagdish chaturvedi who is an entrepreneur he wears multiple hats right according to him he doesn't wear multiple hats because he, he all of that is his passion right he is a stand up comedian sort after stand up comedian in india uh, he is doing lot of stuff during this pandemic i saw other day he launched an initiative where if you want to send a message from a celebrity like a stand up comedian like navin richards or aditi mittal or uh, baba segal if you want to send a message to anybody who who will uh, uh, who will get cheered up by that you can via his platform hi uh, you can book that session and you can uh, they that those celebrities will send a message to that person so he started for healthcare workers but you can send it to anybody for that matter so he he is a fantastic stand up comedian i love his all the all the series he has done so far he is a fantastic healthcare innovators uh, he has got several patents under his name and things like that right then i had anet frans uh, the top customer experience influencer on my show she such a fantastic person she shared a lot of insights about customer journey and 
the role of customer experience and communication during times like these. Right. So that was a fantastic, fantastic session for me because I learned a lot. She told that how companies should focus on good communication rather than over uh, communicating in the wrong way during pandemic and things like that. Right. Then I have Aaron Toporek, who was another Toporek, who is another CX uh, thought leader who spoke about how small and medium businesses should focus on customer experience. Right. So that was, again, another mind blowing session, because uh, when when you talk about customer experience, uh, it's always about enterprise level discussion. Right. And it's it's kind of difficult for SMB to think about customer experience becoming their key differentiator. But Adam busted that myth. He proved that SMBs also should focus on customer experience. It's very, very, very important. So that was a fantastic discussion there, right? Then I had uh, Naina Hiranandani, right? She is from Surf Coffee, the fantastic bespoke dating service for all the singles out there, right? If you are a single boy or a girl or a man or a woman, uh, you should check out surfcoffee.com because they have set procedures of getting you out of singlehood. If you want to, if you're looking for the right partner, selfcoffee.com is the place. Uh, very bespoke. They will find you the right partner, right? So without further ado, I have Abhishek here finally. So let me bring him on. Hey, Abhishek. Hello, Vivek. Oh, I'm <laughs> so, so sorry. I'm you. so sorry. <laughs> no uh, worries. I, I think people got bored of me speaking so much. <laughs> Oh no, no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone who has no, who have joined no, the no, session. No. It's uh, uh, you know, actually, I just I just got a new laptop today, and uh, uh, I didn't realize that Streamyard requires uh, I mean Chrome and Firefox, and it doesn't work on Safari. So I've been right. using Safari since morning. I thought, okay, I would, I would just you know download Chrome, and you know, so that took took me some time. I'm sorry no, for no. everyone who have joined in. No worries. Uh, for the yeah, <laughs> super excited. Perfect. You are here. Right. So um, the, the sole reason I started the show is Abhishek, I, I've already told them, I let me repeat it for you. Uh, I want to bring people like you on the show so that, you know, everybody can draw some inspiration out of your journey, the kind of kind of work okay. you do and things like that. So I have curated a set of questions for you, which I'll shoot at you one at a time. Uh, you, can, sure. you, can, you can take it up like that. So shall sure. we start? Sure. sure. Right. All right. So uh, let, let me go back a little bit back. Absolutely, 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 start, right? absolutely. I so, hope I'm, I'm, I'm quite audible. Yes, yes, perfectly audible, right? So uh, you started okay. off uh, your career perfect, as a customer in customer service before your entrepreneurial state, right? So how did this entrepreneurial journey kick? Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And you know what, Vivek, like, Probably this is this is the first time someone have ever asked me this question. Uh, uh, not, and I'm pretty sure that not 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 many are aware of that fact that um, you know I started my professional career as a call center agent, and right. uh, in in the customer service uh, customer. I mean, basically in a BPO. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, so when I look back. Uh, you know, I, I draw quite a few reflections and I certainly, you know, realize that, uh, 
you know that there are so many things which that phase of my life uh, uh, four and a half years I have uh, you know spent in a BPO uh, in a couple of companies uh, in my first two companies out there uh, you know that phase ha actually have helped me uh, learn a lot and there's you know I uh, when I reflect upon on, I, I I certainly you know uh, realized that which I realized when I was working uh, that you know you you gain so many so many uh, you know insights and so many understanding working in a you know working in a BPO which uh, probably is is uh, you know is, is difficult to you know uh, which actually basically helps you as an entrepreneur because you know when you you know attrition and this and that are are like your everyday affair in a BPO industry right. and you know when Absolutely. you start up so I certainly feel that you know I have a lot of credit uh, due there so um, yeah so when, when you say how did the transition happen so um, you know I do not see exactly it as a transition but uh, rather uh, uh, you know the what do you call it like the uh, kira of uh, <laughs> starting up with something has uh, you know I didn't have a better word for that so that that, that had that had always been there since uh, since the college days since the college days okay. in Bangalore right. uh, it's just that when the college completed and obviously uh, you know you do not know as a first generation entrepreneur every, I mean you know you actually look around for a job and and I, I uh, you know sucked big time in academics uh, so I you know BPO was my only option uh, to join and, and to make sure that I'm not no longer you know dependent on my family and uh, you know to get a job uh, so I used to work uh, in the BPO's uh, in the night in the night shift, and uh, you know I had a quite couple of uh, yearbacks in my college. So I used to do my college in the day shift, right? So it was almost a 24 hours uh, lifestyle for two years of my life when I used to, you know, uh, which actually had an overlap between my like college and uh, uh, work life then. Uh, so that was a time when you know I actually because uh, you know. Uh, Okay, yeah, I think we were lost in between. Yeah. So try to discover myself that you know what are the things we should do, and you know, so it so happened that because see, news is something which I had always been, uh, I had, I have always, I had always been a you know avid news uh, reader and a news follower, and that that all the credit goes to my parents because ghar mein jab TV alta hai, it's 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 always news, right? So since my childhood and school days. The only thing in in the television set which has been on is like news and nothing else. So that's how it gets imbibed, right? So uh, there's an interesting story. So uh, it so happened that in uh, 2013, uh, so I have a, a home in Calcutta. Uh, so I was born and brought up in Arunachal Pradesh, but like I am originally from Calcutta. Uh, so uh, you know, I went during April May to, to Calcutta, and uh, uh, my house was getting constructed then okay. uh, so my mom was there uh, mom is a single parent my mom was there so so happened that me and mom you know get we, we were just logged in a home aram say two three months you know we were we were there and all i could watch is is the news and okay, okay. you know what happened in 26 in 26 uh, sorry in 2006 uh, you know when i came to bangalore uh, for my college uh, since then, the you know I, I practically lost touch of television, 
because then when you are in college you like newspaper mobile phone internet and everything and you do not watch so from 2006 to 2013 uh, there hardly has been you know a time where i i could actually sit and watch television practically right, right. Right. So this two three months of my life in 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 Calcutta, where I had to watch television because like for some reason my internet connection like वहाँ पे was not that great. Uh, right. Wi-Fi was not at home and 2G, I mean the 3G, 4G was not that great. So I had to watch uh, you know television, right. and obviously news as my that was kind of a trigger which was like oh god you know what is this television like it's is it is it really news and. you know when you know because all these years in my college i you know what read newspapers magazines and all those things and books and all and you watch ki television this is the content which is still being served in uh, 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 television so that was a thought like kind of a seed you can say which was there and i i came back to bangalore and uh, you know i just vented it out to anurag and said hey anurag uh, you know this there's and you know one of my uh, uh, college friends close friends with you know is my you know one of our founding members sanish so both of them i just had a discussion that you know what this is something we need really need to do something about it can we do uh, right. so that's that thought was there and in 2014 uh, actually you know that's when we started and you know the, uh, you know going by uh, that one quote of mahatma gandhi which says like uh, you know be the change you want to see in the world right uh so if there's anything which we can do about bringing change in the news and space so there's no point cribbing about it because till today people are cribbing about what's being served in television as news so then you. you know uh, started up with uh, the logical indian as a facebook page and then eventually it graduated and here we are today fantastic fantastic what what, what a journey that might have been right oh right. oh yeah so- uh- <laughs> so uh, you know i know pre- pretty much that everybody knows what logical indian is but i want to hear from you if i don't know logical indian how will you explain it to me ah mm-hmm. oh, great uh, i think simply put uh, the logical uh, the logical indian is a platform which uh, uh, covers hand picked newsworthy stories uh, and you know that's a word which i i want to underline right i'd like to underline newsworthy stories because not everything which is being served in the name of news is actually news or even information which requires your attention so uh, you know uh, we really serve hand picked stories uh, you know cover hand picked stories and newsworthy stories which we feel deserves the attention uh, of a rational generation which should deserve you know right. uh, the attention of a rational generation because it's only what you are served you consume right so it is a responsibility to serve uh, responsible content because whatever you serve people out there is going they are going to serve uh, uh, they are going to consume whatever you serve so it is your responsibility to serve uh, responsible content and information fantastic that's right so i i've read it that you have built the logical indian as a democratized and approachable media what does that mean mm-hmm. all right uh, so uh, when when we say democratized and approachable um, uh, first of all when you say democracy it's uh, or democratized it's not just the external it's like it's both it's internal um, you know within so i always say this that when you say uh, uh, you know when you mean a company every company has uh, two facets right uh, you know one facet is the product which the customers see right and uh, the other facet of your company is the organization which builds the product right is the people right. those who build the product right so uh, 
democracy you know democrat you know demo, uh, democracy or democratized uh, culture uh, or approach is is on both the front uh, as a product and also as an uh, organization uh exactly. on the product front uh, it is certainly when we say that you know uh, uh non partisan is a more appropriate word rather than you know democratized proper uh, where um, our only purpose is to cover stories which deserve your attention right and there's no point because we know uh, we know what's problematic in today's media right people yeah. are people really want to you know people look up to a source and information without having to you know think about sahi bol raha hai ki nahi galat bol raha hai ki nahi are ye to wo hai ye to wo hai and all those thing right uh, so being non partisan is actually what being uh, you know uh, being democratic uh, at this point and it's a huge responsibility and on an organizational front certainly as a newsroom where where you build an independent newsroom right which is not governed by the top bosses where the editors do not fear ki you know no 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 this is not what we can cover or this is not or this is what we should cover uh, uh you know where, where the editors are completely 100% completely independent um and with no intervention and i i personally make sure that in in our culture work culture um uh, there is you know because when you have your sops ready i mean you have your editorial policies and style guides and everything prepared uh literally there should should not be any intervention of the senior leadership into your you know daily editorial operations that yeah. gives much more independence to any newsroom leader uh, or head of the newsroom or you know uh, team the, the entire newsroom uh, to work independently and that's what you know uh, that's what with uh, democratized i i would say i, I would say what elaborates that and uh, so yeah and uh, did i miss on anything no, no no that's that's absolutely uh, you 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 got it correctly actually you know because okay, I, i think that, uh, the other word which you used was approachable right approachable. democratize and approachable right so approachable is something like just to touch upon that approachable is something uh, vivek which uh, you know what what we have always maintained uh, because uh, you know approachable is where people find you accessible and approachable so even on twitter or anywhere if you find if there is you know if there are any word if there are any concerns issues protests or any injustice going on uh, it is very it is very common for us uh, you know you know we see that people tag us on twitter uh, uh, that hey logical indian can you cover this can you do this and you know we really we really take that effort to cover that and hear them out and you you know you would see a pattern that it is probably it is such big a news or it is such a you know worthy issue that uh, which is not being highlighted uh, now it has been you know uh, people are now used to uh, tagging us tagging essentially means bringing it to our notice uh, where you have the you know other brands like the times of indias or the hindustan times or the you know the big legacy brands there so right. people do not find them approachable now we had we have built it consciously because we hear them out right uh, we hear them out and that that kind of also comes from you know my background of uh, you know customer service and customer support uh, so i remember uh, the, you know there there was a time in our early years when um, you know we we were a team of four team of four with uh, you know only two uh, focusing on uh, your everything else and other two just responding to messages and emails and tags and like 
that's wow. it. so that's that's what has built the community right because right now if you see a lot of affinity and engagement uh, how that translates right. right that translates through that through that effort so uh, right. you know with a team of four uh, you know 50% of your team just taking care of responding to you uh, acknowledging your messages and things you want us to cover or issues you are facing uh, that's what we mean by approachable and we would always strive to keep ourselves as accessible and as approachable to everyone i mean to the audience right that's i i think i've i've, I've not seen your facebook page but i've seen your twitter community it's pretty active uh, around 87k uh, is your community strength at the moment i guess and it's pretty it's pretty good actually you know uh, but i don't know uh, i will yeah yeah i don't know any other place where i can tag and let them know about an issue Worth discovering. <laughs> I don't know whether anybody will be that approachable in this space. Yeah, I mean, as 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 the like just today, I uh, uh, I mean, just a couple of hours back, I saw you know um, a person having a concern with uh, a Flipkart customer support, and then tagging us saying, "Logical Indian, can you please look at it?" Right. Right. Now right. that. Now, so if Logical Indian is coming on your mind when you are in conversation with Flipkart and Flipkart. Probably for some reason not being able to resolve your issue, and logical in comes up your mind, and that's very frequent. Like that's very frequent. It can be like a college issues and everything. So that's what we mean because uh, uh, you know we we report to our readers, right? So we have to listen to them, and that's how you you build uh, build a uh, you know a brand for that matter. Fantastic, fantastic. Actually, that's that's a very valid point. You know, since we I come from the marketing background. That that that's like yeah. uh, music to my ears, <laughs> right? <laughs> so if I if I if I have to ask you, what is the USP or USPs of the logical Indian? If you have, if you mm -hmm. can share, maybe one or two, which how much ever you think is the USP or logical mm -hmm. Indian? Please. Yeah. Um, so I would certainly see. I would certainly certainly say that. Uh, you know, when you say what's unique about us, right? Uh, yeah. Or you know, what's the unique selling point? Um, I, would, you know, I would rate point number one to be uh, newsworthy information or newsworthy stories, right? right? Because if you see how, if you observe or if you're already aware how the media business work, uh, you may certainly see a very reputed publication, you know, probably breaking a news of. Uh, you know, doing an investig brilliant investigative story and, you know, breaking a news out, covering a story or whatever it is. Uh, but you'd say the same publication, if you go by their, you know, uh, uh, you know, schedule for the day, uh, you know, as as the, uh, you know, you, you'd also see the same publication posting content on like, let's say entertainment or Bollywood or this gossip and that and this, right? You'd see the same publication doing the same thing, right? Because that's how typically as of now, the, the media business is structured, the media organizations are structured and it's not their fault because, right. you know, entertainment, gossip, Bollywood, cricket is where the cash cow is. Right, right. Uh, right. So that's what, that's what you need to do uh, to survive, right? Uh, right? But when you look at us uh, in our last, uh, you know, uh, last six years of our journey uh, of five formal years, because first year and a half, we were just figuring it out what, you know, what and all those things. Uh, in the last last six years or since inception, uh, not even a single piece of content we have covered on entertainment or Bollywood or, you know, celebrity right. or whatever you call it, right? Uh, because 
that doesn't go by uh, our vision of you know covering news worthy stories because we do not find that to be news worthy right right uh, that is really not newsworthy that's entertainment right right these are two different words that's entertainment right? that's not newsworthy information right uh, so uh, that is a huge risk right huge risk uh, where you take a stand and it you know it comes with enormous uh, strength and conviction uh, to stand right. by it for you know since inception for six long years uh, that uh, you sacrifice on the cash cow uh because right. you know that's not what you believe in that's not what you believe in right so right. we hope that at some point it would translate because uh, uh, our readers have been you know following us and observing us and reading us and have been appreciating the kind of work or and content we are producing that would translate someday so that that i would say you know certainly point number 1 being uh, uh, uh you know uh, covering news worthy stuff only right now again that can be debatable because we have our own definition of what's new newsworthy and what's not right uh, but certainly you know it would not be that varying for that matter and uh, secondly i would say vivek that uh, you know uh, listening out to the audience right uh, what actually matters to the people being public spirited being public spirited staying public spirited right uh, so when you when you when you intend to stay public spirited you naturally become non partisan because it doesn't matter right it doesn't people are happy if you know it doesn't matter if it is you know uh, you know that party or that uh, group or you know that person or that you know if you are if if you are unemployed or if someone in your family is unemployed you're going to be as pissed off as with party a or with party b or whatever the party is in, is on power right Absolutely. so public spirited is the point if it if it matters if it matters so i think the second usb uh, i would say is staying and being and striving uh, to continue to stay public spirited and you know ensuring the issues and what what matters uh, to the larger community is being covered and is being translated uh, and i think third but not as per priority but it's just the third thing what i what i believe and it's important as an usp that we do not recognize ourselves just as a media platform and that essentially comes because uh uh you know uh, uh founders and the founding team uh, none of us come from a media or a journalism background and right? we are all right. engineers and dropped out engineers so uh, we are here to solve a problem we are here to solve a problem and not run and, and i believe that that helped us a lot obviously that brings in its own challenges but that helped us a lot helps us a lot as well because we do not have a vision of just covering a story and uh, you know we that's not our end goal right our yeah. end goal is to bring in change uh, change in a society because this is something which i always say uh, especially to our you know newsroom and editorial team members uh, whenever they join us in the induction in the orientation that you know what what bothers me is that uh, i'm pretty sure that if you go back uh, let's say i would say that uh, you know pretty sh- i'm pretty sure that in 1947 uh, there would be some you know considering chalo we 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 were in, we just became independent in 1947 so i'm pretty sure that if you trace back in 1947 you would certainly find uh you know there must be some journalist who must have covered a story on uh let's say manuel scavenging right and must have won the xyz journalism award of the year or journalistic award of the year or you know story of the year award right 
in 2020 in 2020 also there is a journalist i'm pretty sure who is getting the journalist of the year or story of the year award uh, uh, by covering a story on manuel scavenging a wonderful story right which tells me if i extrapolate which tells me that 70 75 years later as well there will be a journalist who will be getting a story of the year award for covering a story on manuel scavenging then how on earth uh, we as individuals are solving a purpose right we have a limited time of 60 70 odd years in this earth on this earth right, right. so we so how do we so you know our broader vision as an usp is not just to restrict ourselves as uh, you know with just covering stories and i'm not blaming any journalists in that because you know every stakeholder in an ecosystem has their own role right so right. but what 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 is our usp is that we are not just contented by covering a story we want to we want to take it further until a change is brought and we have you know i, I take pride in saying this that in in the past 6 years of our journey you know we were able to do this through and all thanks to digital media as a platform we were able to bring at least a couple of policy level changes right and overall there are eight to nine campaigns big campaigns which we did with which we were able to bring significant changes out of which two are policy level changes uh, um, uh, through through our platform right so that's what we strive for and that's our usp is right so it is not just media it's media plus you know you know uh, allowing you to take action and that's how anurag has coined a term uh, for us as actionable media platform I, i don't i'm not sure if it already exists but anurag likes to use this word actionable media it makes total sense right because you what i'm what i'm what i'm hearing is right a person with a real vision of his life or a company with a vision which has a meaning to it right to make yeah. change to bring change that's yeah. that's fantastic right so now uh, i want to i want to again take you back a little bit you completed 7 years now right so i want to know a little bit uh, you already ma- mentioned that you started it off as a facebook page etc etc so i want to know how this journey was maybe you can uh-huh. touch upon couple of milestones or something not the entire mm-hmm. thing but mm-hmm. whatever you want to share about the journey sure oh all right uh, i didn't realize it has been so long uh, already uh, see, uh briefly uh, you know the journey is is is, is a roller coaster right and i'll tell you like when i reflect uh, uh probably i'd be able to uh you know draw an analogy or let's say a metaphor uh to help you understand what i feel about this journey right. uh what i felt all throughout until till date right about the journey uh, and uh, you know i i just shared this with my mom because my like mom at you know at times she was she is like uh i don't know what you guys do uh, you could have just worked and what is this this that and all and all those things so when i help so at times i open up to her and tell her so this is an analogy which i which i which i used to help my mom understand the challenges right and how it feels like so it actually feels like you know uh you are uh, let's say you 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 are a non medical student or a non medical guy right you are thrown to an through an operation theater right and the and people have shut the door out right you cannot come out of that operation theater and there you have a patient lying on your bed uh, at the operation theater right and you are a non medical guy right and you are provided with all the tutorials uh, let's say your mbps course or videos or instructions everything is available and you are asked to 
you know grasp it learn it and fix that guy real time right right that's what it felt like right because as a first generation entrepreneur uh it is really difficult right now i'm much more confident than i was uh, six years back right uh learned from the mistakes and all right but at that time when you are building it you have a responsibility you have a team right and uh, you are only as good as your team right so it is a huge responsibility to ensure that you know uh, 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 you know you your organization is built and uh, the formative years are uh, always the most challenging ones right uh, so and you do not know how to go about it right uh, so you learn you acquire trial and error oh and 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 so so certainly it's a roller coaster Uh, and so you know briefly 2014 we started as a like technically it's december 2013 i think 24 december uh, 2013 so 2014 is is what i consider so till 20, 2014 and 2015 mid uh, one and a half years we were just as a facebook page uh but i was still working uh in 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 the bpo and uh, you know anurag was uh, in his college at then back then um so uh so yeah so i think one and a half years later we had to decide that how should we take it ahead because by then we had significantly built a community and people had faith and you know we also got a lot of encouragement that or affirmation that what we were doing is probably worthy and people are appreciating what we are doing and how to, how to take it forward then figuring it out figuring out the business model uh, has always been the most challenging uh, because still date uh, digital media publications are Uh, struggling are struggling uh, media is 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 a very uh, very tough business to uh, strive and i'm sure you are aware of it right so right. figuring the business model out so that you do not compromise you do not have to compromise with any of your values right and it's not just your product values it is your organizational values also what you believe in right, um, right. Uh, so you know it cannot be summed up in one session vivek so you uh, yeah, can I, catch I up sometime offline <laughs> sure, sure. I love that analogy, and I am glad that the patient is healthy and surviving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad, right? I'm glad. And you know, it so happened that that patient that patient happens to be your baby. So <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, no discussion about the logical engine is complete without the name Anurag. uh you yeah. already met that name at least uh, 20 times already <laughs> i want to hear certainly. more about him and what kind of role does he play certainly certainly so uh you know anurag uh you know you can say yeah anurag is my uh, co-founder and uh, also my younger brother uh, he's four <laughs> years younger to me right. uh, and he but, looks like uh, you almost Sorry, Vivek. I lost you. I I, I lost him. Uh, he also looks like you. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people get confused, and uh, if you would have spoken to him, uh, you would have said that oh, he he also sounds like you. Uh, so yeah, I, but but you know you know we 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 are uh, you know four and a half years or four years apart. So I don't know how does that happen, uh, but that's great. So you know, I Anurag in like one word because this is again a reflection which I which I. Uh, realized in the journey uh, uh, that you know uh, anurag is something i would say that you know so anurag is someone i would say that uh, you know he is one of my you know spiritual partners in in my organization in my uh, uh, team and in my company and 
as a as a founder as as a founder you actually you know always look for people and forget about founder like as even as a manager as a team lead right whenever you are in a leadership role isn't it vivek i'm pretty sure that you must have felt it in in your career and life as well that yep. you always wish that you know you always wish that i wish i could have had a clone in my team isn't it right 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 absolutely right right you just wish that oh, no then i would not have to review this right if i had a clone that person would have actually thought the way i think and would have reviewed and would have done the way actually i did so you know i i do not have to take care right so that Right. that botherance of you know when you delegate a task when you delegate a task and then at the same time you are also you know you also have to be confident uh, that the task is up to the mark right so you always right. have to spend your time and reviewing so you know i would say that you know uh, if there's uh, one thing which i feel that uh, you know uh, i'm blessed to have anurag as a co-founder is that uh, i i can see a, a, i can see my clone in him so which tells me that you know i can be rest assured of you know delegating a task and ensuring that oh oh if he has done it then he would have at least done it the way i find it good if not right. you know exceeded it right? right and he always does it better so uh, even as far as the role is concerned uh, Anurag takes care of the clients and the business side, along with Sanish, uh, whom I have uh, mentioned. Uh, so Sanish is my, you know, college friend and has been with us since uh, since our, you know, early years. Uh, so Anurag and Sanish, both of them, they they take care of uh, of the uh, business. And here's right. here's how I like to, you know, put it uh, that, uh, you know, uh, Anurag Anurag takes care of the survival. and i take care of the soul uh, so the soul and survival <laughs> uh, so that's how yeah because yeah, so i have yeah i've come across anurag via your instagram stories and things i don't know him personally okay. uh, so okay. i have already come across a feeling that he's is a doer kind of guy he's like a guy who yeah. goes and does does things right i have already seen him with team exactly, clicking exactly exactly and and he is right yeah and he's one heck of a creative genius right he's one heck of a creative genius like he is he has a great creative bent and uh, you know which also fits in uh, for and he's is like you know you cannot just see him panicking at any given any given time right so we we just we just uh, you know joke around saying that uh uh you know anurag is that guy uh, let's say you know even if there's a blast happening at his home or around his home he'd be like okay theek hai i'm alive i can walk out i mean that's that's the kind of that's the kind of calmness you get out of anurag and uh, you, which is essentially required it's very much required yeah. so you, like like one of my i'm still my waiting friends. i'm still waiting for the day Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I was saying that I'm still waiting for the day to see something which can actually uh, make Anurag panic. Uh, I'm still <laughs> waiting for that, and that has its con cons as well, right? Uh, because you, since you cannot, uh, you know, panic Anurag, so you're always like, Anurag, the deadline is here. You've got to do it, <laughs> and he's like, Ho jayega. 
bringing change right changing something fixing something which is not right uh, media just happened to be you know the first thing i started up with uh, but i think my life's purpose will always you know always remain to fix things which we feel uh, you know isn't right and um, essentially to leave the world uh, better than we found it uh, so if you can actually leave the world better than you found it i think then then that's that pretty much solves uh, why you were on earth why the hell you were on earth right <laughs> so um, with the logical indian i think the one thing which i can you know one, uh, uh, not one thing a bunch of things which i certainly take pride uh, is the uh, you know level of changes what we were able to bring uh, out of which i said that you know the couple of couple of them were policy level changes now it's a, right. it's a huge huge thing to you know mobilize mobilize an online uh, crowd uh, yeah. because uh, you know so i never and vivek i mean let me share this with you that this is also my fuel because you know when i started the logical indian you know, i didn't have any background so i you know uh, what kept me going what kept me going is the potential of digital uh, media as a platform Right? right because if you look at digital media so if you can actually sense it if you know my journey tells me that if you could actually sensitize people towards an issue which requires an attention right you can actually bring about policy level changes so we we partner with a lot of non profits social sector development sector organizations a lot a lot of civil society organizations uh and you know it's to keep it short uh you know what usually what what i have observed what happens is that there's a there's a typical let's say there's a typical ngo there's a ngo working on a cause uh, to ch- champion a cause or fighting for a cause for over a period of let's say a decade right You're right and then we partner we design a campaign we strategize it and let's say the campaign runs around 6 months or a year or even it has lasted one and a half years and two years also uh, and the sole purpose of that ngo's existence get resolved so what 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 you know uh, what didn't happen or what couldn't happen in uh, we have seen this right through our campaigns that what couldn't happen in 14 years one four what couldn't happen in 14 years happened in 14 days happened wow. in 14 days right yeah. that's a long story and you know multiple instances there are multiple uh, you know uh, but essentially the th- thing is that it's not just story as i tell you right it's not just a story because when you tell a story yes oh wow story chalo you move on to the next story right it's about continuing with the story sensitizing the masses about uh, because i'm pretty sure see 
that's a small typical example how things how things bring about change right probably it will help our audience understand that what exactly i'm uh, uh, mentioning about right so yeah. now today when i when i say acid attack right now today i'm pretty sure that you'd say huh acid attack is a mainstream thing right because uh, you know uh, as of last year uh, a mainstream bollywood actress decided to make a movie on it so and now it certainly it is certainly a mainstream topic and i'm pretty sure that there would hardly be anyone today in 2020 or 2019 uh who uh, would not be aware of acha acid attack karke bhi kuch hota hai kya right but let me tell you this vivek right 2013 uh, sorry 2014 2014 was the first time i heard i heard about acid attack right, right. Uh, and i always considered myself a very avid news reader and news follower and you know trying to keep myself up to date with what's happening in and around i i thought i am and 2014 right. was the first time when i heard about, about acid attack and the logical indian probably the first because i have not seen it anywhere else uh, uh, so we uh, we did a series right we posted a series of uh, 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 it was a photo shoot done by you know one of my very good photographer friend uh, so he organized a fashion show uh, you know with acid attack survivors right right, right? and uh, so so those pictures those pictures with you know that like you know uh, acid attack survivors walking the ramp uh, when we posted it in 2014 on on facebook like that was like that was widely spread that was widely spread and widely shared and accepted and we were flooded with messages what is this what is this how does this happen and all those things and we continued we continued our our you know coverage on acid attack as early as 2013 2014 2014 right uh and uh and then next year in 2016 uh 2016 we did a you know um uh, we partnered with uh, with a non-profit a mumbai based non-profit and ogilvy as our creative partner and you know uh uh the, we produced three videos um you know we were we were the uh you know cause partners to that uh and that those videos i, I think the name of the campaign was beauty tips with reshma right uh so that was a beautiful campaign designed by ogilvy and uh, uh you know a non profit partner and that campaign won the uh you know kans uh, uh kans line awards right in 2016 right so uh now so if i look at the journey vivek am i with you or did i lose you Sorry, all right, sorry about Vivek that. Vivek is back. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, I was just mentioning Vivek that uh, you know. Uh, so today, so this is this is the span. When you look at the span, you understand that you are able to sensitize people towards that. And we did we we ran petition campaigns back then, right? Which also helped uh, you know bring about changes and ban of acid sale in in quite a few cities in India. So when you sensitize people about a cause and then couple it with a call to action couple it with a call to action you are actually able to mobilize the crowd mobilize the community uh, right. to bring about real change in the society right Absolutely. right and that that continues to your behavioral change so i think that is one thing which i would say uh, that uh, and that's the that's probably the one thing and everything else is 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 on number 2 right so that is something because 
you are able to through that platform right and this platform carries the potential to bring about a lot more uh, changes in 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 our social structure in our life and in our society right a lot of things so that's that's one thing which i take pride the most uh right. as an as an outcome and not just limiting ourselves to the story but rather bringing about changes which are uh you know a behavior policy level changes and also further as behavioral changes which is very important right i think i think that's the ultimate prize forget about being an entrepreneur as a human being that's an ultimate prize when you when you are impacting somebody's life in that kind of scale it's fantastic absolutely right so i i was doing some research on how your business works and things like that so i could find that you guys are bootstrapped and you guys are solely dependent at the moment on ad revenues and articles etc so is that a conscious decision or what's the what's the mora- what's the uh, motive behind that it's a combination of both it's a combination of uh, choice and compulsion okay uh, it's it's a combination of both yeah um, you know uh see it's really difficult uh you know you know certainly as in you know this is uh, one way to look at it as uh uh you know i i receive a lot of lot of emails and you know a lot of introductions says oh wow you are you know running a running a bootstrapped company and which is profitable now that is a business case study right uh, <laughs> now that's great but uh but uh, that comes with like i mean we understand how difficult it is right to build that uh, so in our early years actually we actually went out and try to um, actually you know reach out to backers right but uh, since it's early years we we actually we faced a lot of rejections where uh, you know at first i mean see rejections uh, what what actually upsets me is you know uh, that there are foundations those who are formed to back uh, media initiatives dedicatedly back uh, i mean dedicatedly formed to back media uh, initiatives and you know uh, their perspective of looking at us is oh no you are doing good why you are you know why do you need funds oh, right so yes i'm still surviving right i'm still surviving but probably you know probably with the funds and you know <laughs> organizations those who those who are still in the ideation stage they are open to fund them that oh no 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 you are still there your idea sounds good you know take some grants and build your build your media platform right, right, right. I, i do not know what goes goes into this uh, and what is that and when so we have faced a lot of rejections for you know oh no you know narrations like uh, you know no you guys do not do ground reporting so we cannot fund you i'm like sir we need funds so that we can do ground reporting <laughs> right uh, so it was chill i understand it was difficult for me to convince them in 2014 2015 because uh, we just started up right and they were not confident that okay if we give you grants uh, how would you utilize right are you just a you just a website just like other you know website for the millennials or what's your and all those things but now after you know 6 years of it when you know the intent of when you can observe when you have a historical data to trace and at least get an assumption ki nahi you know ab tak agar apne pe kiya hai to probably you can have confidence <laughs> still still i have to answer those questions that oh, you know i do not it's two ways either no no you guys are doing well you do not need funds or 
no you do not your, your stories are like you know this that and all uh, i'm like okay so probably <laughs> i have to prove myself so it's fine right but uh, uh, no hard feelings probably you know i might have got them wrong so that's uh, that's and probably i would learn something new in coming years which would help me and gain a new perspective which currently i'm not able to gain that perspective uh, so that actually compelled us uh, to stay bootstrap uh, and secondly uh, so the till now what i was mentioning about was the foundations those who are essentially formed to back you know public independent and public spirited uh, foundations those who are formed to back uh, uh, media um, uh, st uh, startups or media initiatives uh, right. so that's one front uh, on the grant side and the other front where uh, you know uh, Uh, from the traditional investors uh, standpoint uh, i think it would not be wise to name them uh, but uh, you know uh, like the uh, in a top 3 of top 3 media houses legacy media houses if you can think of in india today uh, all three of them have you know we have had you know they offered to acquire us uh, oh, okay. uh, or invest be a part of be of be a part of their group um, you know and all those thing but you know uh, so when i when when i am on the negotiation table and when i table and when i say that cool but i want to run it independently and you know um, the editorial choices and integrity i do not want any intervention uh, so unfortunately i'm still waiting for someone who would allow me <laughs> <laughs> not to intervene into the editorial operations uh, right. so that is that is that is something where the where the lead never converts into deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so what so but, but what that doesn't right so what, what i think whatever happens happens for good that's the that's the basic premise to think about it happens but you know we are really actively reaching out for um, you know uh, you know either either hnis those who believe in it, believe in us what we have done or what what the or the potential what we carry or investors for that matter those who actually believe in backing a uh you know uh, backing a startup at the same yeah. time you know obviously you know with no intention to intervene into the editorial uh, or the operations for that matter right because that that's the vision right if if making money was the sole point then you know we would not have started with the facebook page for that matter right so the, the intention is much larger but at the same time i understand if you are an investor if you are in vc then uh, you know uh, you know if we are able to bootstrap Uh, and stay profitable you can be rest assured of your roi so absolutely. so yeah still waiting yeah. for that day <laughs> absolutely so since i have you here i want to pick your brain give some insights for budding entrepreneurs and journalists so my next question is a two part question the first question is your advice to budding entrepreneurs it can be one that's whatever you want sure that's my favorite part actually uh, uh i i am actually fortunate to you know get opportunity to mentor a few startups startup founders uh, coach them on and off and also be a part of startup india like through the startup india initiative and all uh what i feel what i feel essentially uh, if i say you know advice to budding entrepreneurs uh see if you if you already take that leap of faith to be an entrepreneur i do not think you need my advice my advice right. is actually limited to to you to a student uh or to a you know young professional 
who is still thinking should i or should i not should i take that leap should i oh no what would i say kya hoga nahi hoga it's my advice is just limited to that right if you have taken that leap you do not need my advice right i i i i never i took the leap of faith and then uh, you know uh, uh, the logical indian never had any mentors any you know coach or advisors or consultants nothing right till date it is it is all us you know our gut feeling and you know uh, 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 conscious and judicious call what has taken us this way and it will take you that way right so uh, my advice to uh, the uh, you know probably the students or young professionals those who want to be entrepreneurs uh, is something would certainly be that uh, you know please go ahead uh, this world needs entrepreneurs this world needs uh, job creators uh, right i know that it's a mindset problem right and uh, you know uh, i i keep sending the mindset reminders on 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 linkedin uh, because i i i feel that a mindset is the root cause of our problem we do, we are not brought and it's not their fault right our education curriculum uh, i'm not sure now with the new education policy what what changes <laughs> but our education curriculum is never meant is never meant to nurture job job creators right it is meant to nurture job seekers Right? right our mindset is tuned in a in a way our our core curriculum is meant in a way right so it requires a mindset change which you have to acquire from outside the system will not offer you a mindset which tells you right uh, so if you go to those like look at the problem uh, in in among mindset and how can you blame uh, you know young professionals or young students those who are scared of starting something on their own scared of being entrepreneurs because they are not to blame the system is here to blame right in yeah, in your college right. right take any college take any university right when you join in your like day one orientation uh you know uh, the people those who are celebrated you know or probably your, on on your board whatever it's written the people those who are celebrated are you know it's usually uh, always are you know you know what last year our batch got 98% placement and you know this girl and this guy got placed in this company and you know secured a package of 1 crore per month per annum whatever it is right probably in the same batch probably in the same batch there is a guy who couldn't couldn't crack the placements right couldn't even probably complete his degree but probably in the same batch that guy is probably today employing or offering jobs to 30 odd people out there that guy right. is never celebrated right <laughs> so, so why would you want to be because you know it's you know why would you want to be right so uh, you know you you always get right you get a sachin tendulkar uh, you get a sachin tendulkar when you have a sunil gavaskar you get a virat kohli when you have a sachin tendulkar right so oh. you need you need people to look up to right if you are always making those oh this guy got placement in facebook you know 1 crore highest package my god i want to be that because that guy is celebrated right 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 so uh, that's something right just take a leap of faith i'm quite active on linkedin if anyone wants to you know reach out have discussions conversations and i'm also planning much more you know interactions let's see how my schedule looks the turns out right uh, would love to interact and probably boost them up. That's right and nice. that was your first part right i yeah. sorry i lost track of the second part second yeah second part is what is your message to the aspiring journalists ah uh, that's great um 
keep it to keep it short aspiring journalists uh, i think i would say that um again it's a mindset thing because hmm, to me the root cause is still uh, a mindset i would say that see um and it's true for everyone but spe specifically for journalists because uh, uh uh i work with journalists uh and journalists you know reach me out and you know they look up to and i when i see the problem in uh, when i observe the problem in the young workforce which is coming up right uh see for all of us for all the young professionals out there one of the fundamental things what we need to understand today is right we are no longer living in an era where we can say you know what i am good at this uh i am qualified i did a job right uh, the other day i i i i i uh, you know just uh, made a mindset reminder post where a few got offended where i said that if you if you are unemployed you are probably unemployable right so by unemployable i do not mean that you are not skilled you do not have the necessary education now you know having a particular skill set is a different thing and analyzing that whether that skill set is even on demand is a different thing absolutely right 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 now to keep keep it like specific for the journalists right uh, uh you may say that you know what i like writing great but when you pass out when when you're done with your journalism course if you find it difficult to find a job of you know i am just good at writing because the industry has changed or is changing right we are no longer in print right right we need so if you ask me right I, if if i have two cvs one cv one cv uh, you know tells me that i'm i'm you know same you know same academic qualification uh, uh, you know let's say journalism or not or whatever right but tells added skills as let's say you know uh, uh, creativity right or good with photo editing softwares or good with video editing softwares right i would certainly prefer that cv over someone who says i am good at writing right because the industry has changed now we need a workforce who can have like especially for journalists now journalists cannot just you know uh, stay limited to their journalistic skills they need to acquire their creative abilities as well if they want to stay in demand right. right because now you know 10 years back people were not uh, uh, consuming news using whatever let's say instagram today you are even consuming news from instagram right and instagram requires you to be creative snapchat requires you to be creative if you do not know how to mold so if you come with a journalistic background plus you have a sense of creativity boom please send me your cv or drop me a message on linkedin <laughs> Like right. Now, right. We, yeah, right. We are really finding it difficult that oh no, oh you are just writer, okay? You write it and give it to the creative guys. Now the challenge with the creative guys are they do not come from a journalistic background, right? right. So there is a loss in efficiency in the entire pipeline or in the process, right? But if you are that one girl, if you are that one guy, who are you know have journalistic ability or oh, great with proofreading, also have a sense of creativity, great. right i do anything to uh, uh you know offer you a job or to retain you right? right so that would be one piece advice that please come out of that mindset which tells you i'm good in writing i'm good in right. ground reporting come on right. out of that try to understand what is in demand because what's in demand if you are not acquiring that skill sets 
you you would find it difficult to get that job because it's no longer in demand right we need creative abilities we want you to be creative because the consumption pattern has changed the consumer right. behavior has changed right that's oh that's, that's a fantastic advice whoever is an aspiring journalist can pick up on the other skills which uh, abhishek just mentioned right so uh, abhishek i have a couple of more questions because we have been shooting sure. over a lot of time of yours uh, my next no question problem, will no be uh, yeah my next question will be about i saw your ad on linkedin right and <laughs> you it was such a such a fantastic moment for me i showed my wife are i know him i know him then it was like it passed. <laughs> So uh, I've never seen anybody <laughs> oh, who you, I know you. on TV in an ad. So tell me a little bit about that campaign. I know you did a fantastic job working with people who are going through tough times, etc. So tell me a little bit about that. No? Sure, sure, sure. I'd love to. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you. Um, so that so happened that you know uh, after the pandemic hit, uh, I think from late March, sorry, late April or May, dominantly May. I started receiving a lot of messages and emails on LinkedIn. Uh, I mean, emails and messages on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, with uh, for let's say you know helping them out because layoffs and uh, pay cuts were on the rise. Yeah. Uh, so you know, assistance or let's say connections or job opportunities and all those uh, bits. So what I thought that. Initially, I responded to each each one of them personally on uh, on the messages uh, DMs, uh, and then I you know uh, I thought no you know this should come out because it's, it was like getting overwhelming. Uh, so I made a series of posts and I thought that you know, what I can do to help them and all those bit. So I made a post on LinkedIn uh, uh, you know uh, saying that uh, you know what um, uh, when you are laid off. right because the problem is now see the human behavior is like that when you are when you are into the problem then you start thinking that oh shit what could i have done uh, you know so you know to avoid this right so what's done is done right if you're laid off you're laid off right what you can do is to understand is to understand that how can you how can you make yourself immune to layoffs right because you just ask yourself this question right so whenever so i my post uh you know the, the 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 linkedin post which i made you know it 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 went something like you know whenever did you ever observe that whenever a company announces a layoff uh the entire workforce is not laid off right uh right. the entire workforce is not laid off so what it takes to be uh in the company's retention list and not to be in the layoff list right did you ever think of that right did you ever think of that when everything was fine right because then you do not think of it right because layoff yes you lose job right but try to understand so can you do something when you have a job can you do can you do something uh, to make sure that you are in the you know you are always in the employer's retention list right, right. because no matter what right unless the business is shut right any employer any company would would retain its you know potential talents and right. only lay off those who are not that potential right? right so that's a mindset thing again right where you think of that so and then you know a lot of messages and emails and then i conducted live sessions i'm not live sessions uh, google meet sessions invite only google meet sessions because it's again uh, i wanted to interact with people those who are you know probably facing pay cuts or uh, especially those who are laid off because they're not distressed and 
they have their family to support right there are people those who are on salaries like you know uh, 20000 25000 salary with a with a family of uh, you know four or five to support right uh so helping them understand and specifically because those skill sets what i just mentioned right those are not those are not specific to any particular industry those are generic right you need to understand so when you understand the employer mindset what or a manager mindset or a leadership mindset right you would always make sure right you would always make sure so you know uh, i receive receive funny questions like uh, you know oh that thing though you need to butter your boss or you need to you know keep your boss impress your boss well, that's not the point you know it's uh, you know uh any any employer any boss any manager any team leader they always want uh, potential team members in their team and only then you know their output comes up right so there are a lot of you know employability skills uh, which are essential which are and which are which are like irrespective of which industry you live in right those are your uh, you know professional abilities or approach or mindset which you which which is which is you know unfortunately which lacks tremendously uh, in our current workforce uh, if you just acquire those abilities then at least i i can assure that you can be 90% assured to be in 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 a in a retention list uh, and not be on on a layoff list no matter how adverse is a company's uh, condition because company would lay off and then again you know try to revive using that strength and then again you know hire so that that made me so that somehow caught the attention of linkedin and i received uh, uh you know uh, calls and invitation i mean uh, emails from linkedin asking me that if i would uh, if i would be willing to you know feature on their ad uh for helping you know young professionals out there i was like okay you know that's uh, that's great and that's certainly uh, a great moment for uh, me as well absolutely that's how it happened well deserved and uh, a lot of good work happened during that time and i am pretty sure you're still doing all these things for people because i'm trying my best yeah it's overwhelming but i'm trying my best to as many people as i can cater to and reach out to right so uh, my question another question is you know how this i ask every guest who is coming because i started this during the covid so how has covid mm-hmm. impacted you and logical india has there any Uh, negative impact on the company or was it okay or smooth sailing so far uh certainly we see uh, the impact of covid the impact of pandemic um, i mean this is this is something uh, i do not think that there is uh, there's probably more than there would not be more than 10% of businesses uh, uh those who i mean sorry uh, there would only be would have been 10% businesses those would have been either immune or let's say uh, would have gained because of uh, uh, covid but across 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 the globe right probably 90% of the businesses are impacted and we are no exception to it um you know as we are bootstrapping that becomes much more difficult because you know we're not sitting on a cash pile and uh, 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 you know our source of revenue is primarily through branded contents advertisements and branded contents and brands they obviously you know they have cut short their marketing spent their marketing budgets because they are finding it difficult to pay their employees so obviously they would not you know that that comes after cutting short your marketing budget right so it has been tremendously difficult for us uh, uh has been you know impacted in a in a in a very adverse way uh but uh i think when you ask that uh you know how it has impacted uh 
us as a business see uh you know i see i see this in like uh this through two lenses uh one is the impact one is the impact right and i think uh, it's the ability of your leadership skills uh to cushion the impact right, right. Uh, that is right so you can say oh we have been you know uh, there are businesses those who can say hey, we have been impacted adversely through uh, due to due to the pandemic and hence we have to lay you off um, uh, we cannot afford you and this and that that and you see oh impact of impact of the pandemic but again i think this is a time where a lot of entrepreneurs are uh, facing challenges where uh, this is a time when you actually prove your leadership skills that how you are to what extent you are able to cushion the uh, you know impact of pandemic in your organization because uh, it is very crucial right and and you know i i'm i'm very contented and you know um, uh, you know it, it it gives me a great sense of satisfaction that uh, you know despite the despite the like uh, devastating impact of uh, pandemic on our business uh you know i feel satisfied and contented that uh, till date uh you know we did not have to ask any of our employee to uh, go and leave us right uh, so there has been no layoffs in our company uh, till date uh, i'm not sure what future holds uh, but uh, you know that is that is something uh, which which matters which has impacted and to an extent that you know also the pay cuts in our organization the pay cuts are uh, you know the it's only the senior leadership and the middle layer of leadership uh, which has uh, taken the pay cut uh, the entire layer of non managers uh, till date uh, you know there has not been even a even a pay cut for our non managers so that's something which i take pride take satisfaction and you know uh, in saying that uh to an extent uh you know we are able to uh match that despite the impact yeah. uh and one of the things which uh, why you know why we feel that we are able to do that is uh uh is also because uh you know this is something which i thought i would uh, you know just uh, mention in the beginning but i somehow missed and i i like the name when you say the thrifty marketer right because i can relate to it uh with the kind of uh, uh frugality uh we have run the organization because when you are bootstrapping when you are and at the same time you are ensuring that um uh you know your employees and your workforce is being taken care of uh you know you have to be thrifty and you have to be frugal in your approach and that has helped us uh, at this point in time uh with you know with a consistent uh, you know approach and effort uh, to keep our overheads low and to ensure so that you know the team is team is always uh, uh safe guarded right so right. that's the impact uh, i do not know like until you can tell me that when is when is uh, the vaccine coming out i cannot uh, <laughs> given <laughs> i cannot give you an assurance that how future yeah. like how the future looks like like i i i can say that i i cannot even predict how the next two months or three months look like right, right. uh but so, so far so far i think um you know this is this is something uh which is uh, great i believe that um you know despite the difficulties and despite uh the uh, economic impact uh, 
and the recession and the economic impact on our company as well uh, i'm happy and satisfied that we we have not you know we did not ask any of our employees to go back and uh, we had not laid off any or any of our employees to an extent that uh, you know uh, non managers are also drawing 100% of their salaries without a pay cut right we'll keep trying our best fantastic fantastic i'm i'm pretty sure things will be better soon and uh, you know that's why i i i avoid asking the future question to the company angle but i ha- i do have a future question for you oh, so what sure. can we expect from abhishek as an entrepreneur great all right thank you for asking that question um um abhishek as an entrepreneur uh, see uh, i think i've already mentioned uh, vivek bit of uh, bit of a trait what i always uh, what i feel that uh, you know this is something which uh, i have always been passionate and i i see myself you know being passionate from my college days at least uh, passionate about solving problems solving you know uh, identifying problems and solving problems uh, media happened to be the first one so i think uh, you know you can you can expect me i even i do not have um, you know any plans as of now but uh, if i know myself i can i can tell you that uh, whatever i would be doing or you know whatever i would be venturing into uh, it would always be about uh, solving a major problem uh, resolving a major problem and uh, doing something to leave the world better than we found it that's right thank you uh, i think i think the world need more abhisheks as oh, to for it in a place uh, yeah yeah because uh, i i, I it, it's been fantastic because i i've been wanting to bring you on this show for a long time i, I know, know i, I know <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> for the long chase you have to make worth the wait and uh, i'm pretty sure it was uh, it was pretty inspiring for me uh, all the words coming out of your mouth and the way you are thinking it's been really inspirational thank you so much for joining me today uh, i'll you, be wait, uh, i should thank you for giving me this opportunity and also uh, you know uh, i think the way i know you and i i want to take this opportunity to you know uh, uh, you know uh, thank you and express my gratitude that uh, the way i know you is uh, only through the appreciation or comments or encouragement comments which you send out to me right and i remember that um, uh, you know uh, why uh, the way i knew you because we have been interacting on like instagram and uh, uh, facebook from uh, uh, quite some time now and uh, you know i have always found you uh encouraging and uh you know to be at any event or any comment and encouraging and uh, uh so that is something that is something which i i want to thank you vivek because that means a lot because when you are into so many things right and you have so much responsibilities to shoulder uh you know uh, i I'm, i'm pretty sure that a lot of lot of entrepreneurs would feel that that you know it it actually fills you with a sense of uh you know it, it, it's 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 something which i cannot express it's beyond words you know a simple encouragement or appreciation saying that oh you are doing great that was great keep going keep up the good work you know these words mean a lot 
right? And uh, I have always found you, uh, you know, encouraging throughout uh, throughout our journey and through all the milestones, little, you know, small achievements, big milestones, whatever it is. Thank you so much, Vivek, for always being supportive and always encouraging me personally. Uh, I I want to thank you for that, Vivek. All right. Thank you so much, Abhishek. I'll be in touch with you and keep doing the fantastic work and say my regards to Anurag and family. Thank you. Take care. Absolutely. Stay absolutely. You too. Thank you so much, Vivek. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. For more such exciting episodes, please follow the Thrifty Marketer podcast. See you soon.